Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers, and welcome to episode number 45 of Your Habit Thrive podcast. We are in May, and as I'm recording this podcast, I am thinking I am so excited and so looking forward to hanging out with you this month or whatever month you're listening to this episode to either tackle or embrace now notice the languaging here (laughs) tackle or embrace decluttering our homes minds and bodies I actually had two titles in mind for this episode and as I'm recording it right now I actually have not decided so by the time you listen to this yes there will be a title but these are the two titles that I am playing with right now decluttering your way to happiness as I truly do believe that a less cluttered lorry is a happier lorry and I think my family would agree now the other title I'm playing with is decluttering a fresh and fun yogic perspective So this is a little deeper and definitely more connected to yoga philosophy and actually to the ancient yogic writings and texts. So to me, this is fun (laughs) and hopefully to you, fresh and new and can bring a yogic and Ayurvedic because these two are different, yoga and Ayurveda, Ayurveda being the sister science to yoga, but the perspectives overlap. And again, as we move into the next chapters of our lives, whether that next chapter is the month of May or the season of spring and summer or wherever you are in your chapter of life, I find that the yogic and Ayurvedic perspectives are not only going to be fun to play with, but um, very helpful. So right now, again, I'm not entirely sure how this is going to, uh, to fall out, but I will have a title. <laughs> so to frame this episode with some yogic philosophy, I'm going to come to the eight limbs of yoga. And the eight limbs of yoga are described in the Yoga Sutras of Pantanjali, which is a text written around 400 BCE that acts as a guide to daily living. So the five yamas and the five niyamas are the first two limbs of those eight limbs of yoga. So for those of you who have practiced yoga, you might have heard of the Yoga Sutras of Pantanjali, you might have heard of Yamas and Niyamas, but they are not always discussed, let's say, in yoga classes, and actually they're not even always discussed to a great extent in certifications, but it was something, again, that my teacher was passionate about, that we understood the history and the ancient texts and and writings, because yoga 
is so much more than the physical postures, than the asanas. It is this combination of the philosophy. Some yoga even is not practicing physical postures. It is the study of, of living. So it's, it's interesting. And of course, it crosses over into our homes and into decluttering and this is where I want to have a little bit of fun and a little bit of connecting again back to our yoga even so much that I can say that when we are playing with decluttering and when I'm decluttering as I'm hoping some of you will do this with me for the month of May that we are actually practicing our yoga and that's kind of cool so the yamas are considered the restraints or moral discipline that or disciplines that act as guideposts for us on a daily basis and so to just give you a little bit of a teaser for the next week and over the course of this month two of those yamas are non-attachment and our right use of energy or how we use our energy in the house, in our mind, in our body. So these are two of the yamas that we're going to be talking about as they relate to decluttering our mind, body, and homes. The niyamas, okay, so these are the next five, are all about our relationship with ourselves and how we show up in the world and to the world. So cleanliness and purity, okay, they are grouped together as one niyama and contentment is another one. So these are two that we're going to be integrating into our discussion around decluttering, just to give you a little bit of a teaser. Now they're gonna be sprinkled throughout today's episode as well, but we're gonna dig in um, a little more throughout the month of May. So by the end of today's episode, I hope that I'm able to ignite a sense of playfulness, interest in how yoga and Ayurveda and habits actually all come together on a daily basis, even around something as seemingly mundane as decluttering. So the primary goal of yoga from a yoga philosophy is to reduce our suffering. And our suffering is caused by our mind. So clearing away some clutter to me does make me suffer less. And it does make me feel a little bit happier. Even if it's five minutes of decluttering, just clearing my desk. And it might seem, let's say, a little bit intense to say, does that reduce my suffering? But any little bit counts because full disclosure I am an out of sight out of mind kind of a girl so I have some I'm going to say some fear around tucking things away like tucking bills away or or paper away that I'm just afraid that I'm not going to find it at some point so I do have piles on my desk now they're organized piles but I do have piles on my desk and even on my chair in the bedroom, I have my, my little pile of my lounge comfortable wear, that type of thing where they're just kind of scattered throughout. I'm going to say the kitchen, the kind of office uh, area or den area, bedroom. Now, 
I have them organized, but I do know that if these little piles are smaller or less, that I do feel better. So in Ayurvedic speak, my dosha is vata. I've talked about doshas in, uh, in other episodes as well, so I am going to su- suggest right now, again, if you haven't already done this, to go to Chopra.com and do your dosha questionnaire for the spring and summer. It is just fun to know what um, kind of personality and what your likes and your dislikes and what gets you excited around, whether again it's decluttering or organizing or cleaning, it actually can be really interesting. And it's not just about you, it's also about your family because if you have family who are contributing to the uh, to the clutter, then you will also have a little bit of a perspective of where they're coming from. So during this episode, I want to, by the end of this episode, um, have you know what kind of personality you have from an Ayurvedic standpoint. So you can actually hit pause right now. I'd love you to do that. If you hit pause on this episode right now, it doesn't have to be Chopra.com. It could be Banyan um, Botanicals. It could be another Ayurvedic site that you might check in with your Ayurvedic dosha every every season. You might do this already. But if you don't, then hit pause, go ahead, and fill out the questionnaire, and then read up a little bit about what it means to have either vata or pitta or kappa as your number one dosha. Because by the end of this episode, I'd like you to feel like decluttering is a little bit more fun, that we're making making it a little bit more appealing, that it can be a habit and we can stick with it, And we're also going to talk about the concept of rewarding yourself, celebrating for even the little things that that you're doing that I'm doing, okay? So number one, how to make decluttering more appealing is figuring out your dosha. Vatas, like me, we like decluttering, but we are easily distracted. We easily will leave the room that we are perhaps decluttering, go into the kitchen and start doing something else and literally forget that we are decluttering in another room. Now, it is kind of, I was trying to think of the the sitcoms or celebrities or people that we can relate to. Now, not all of you watch television, so this may, these uh, examples may not sit with you, but if you think about a Vata person, it is kind of like Penny in the Big Bang Theory. So I would say that Penny has some Vata tendencies, and this is why Sheldon needed to go into her apartment to declutter, organize, and clean. So if I had a Sheldon in my life, I think that that would be really valuable. (laughs) So that is Vata. So Pittas are very much getter done kind of people. So if you have Pitta as one of, as your highest dosha or a high number in there, then you're going to empty an entire room, organize it, clean it, get it done, no questions asked. And this is Monica. 
So this is Monica from Friends. So for those of you that uh, have watched Friends, you're re-watching those episodes, Monica is a Pitta. So if you can relate to Monica, I'm gonna say you've got some Pitta tendencies. Now, Kappas are very grounded. Their actually uh, characteristics in nature are earth and water, very loyal and very emotionally attached. So not just to people being around to them, around them, but also belongings and possessions so that it feels again very comfortable to be surrounded and it's very difficult to to let go of things. So this is this is a kapha and I was trying to think and I was actually doing some googling on this. Now the kappas that come up are someone like Oprah and Oprah will say she loves being surrounded by her favorite things and she loves of course her different properties and surrounded by items. She's also very generous and very loyal and so I'm gonna go ahead and say if you feel like you've got some tendencies that direction as well then you are Kappa. So which means when you're decluttering it is going to be a little bit more difficult to let go of let's say some of the more sentimental and emotionally connected items but as we move through may we're going to talk about how potentially to do that i think about this as being fun it is making that connection whether it is to to people on television or whether it's to your spouse or your kids knowing their tendencies will actually make this not only more enjoyable and interesting but actually it's going to work better and there might be a chance that you're decluttering when you figure out your personality your characteristics is going to impact your habits around decluttering and organizing and cleaning and perhaps similar to me some things are sticking as I play with this more but it's a it's a work in progress for sure a couple of other things again as we're looking at making decluttering more appealing know your personality and even if you don't go through and do the questionnaire but you just have a sense of you like to you know empty an entire room and um, go at it or you like to do things in smaller time frames you start to know that and to recognize that and that this is actually leading right into number two but before I get into number two I want to mention as well that how to make your decluttering more enjoyable and more fun is what I always say is to add music to have a decluttering playlist and yes I'd like to have Shania Twain on that <laughs> decluttering playlist and to take breaks and to perhaps have a decluttering podcast even right now as you're decluttering you might be listening to this podcast that is one of my favorite ways to actually declutter and organize is to be listening to a podcast in the background I actually had at one point when I was dealing with batteries no word of a lie I'm listening to a podcast on this and she's talking about what to do with old batteries I'm like okay this we are so in sync and again I had to have a little chuckle 
makes it more enjoyable. So podcasts, music. And if you have the personality that you want to do this for a longer period of time, like take a Saturday, take a rainy day, um, then yes, you are looking at scheduling in breaks. You are looking at perhaps making even some of your favorite snacks around your decluttering, your decluttering snacks. And I've done that actually as part of a workshop. I've done morning workshops on decluttering where we we meet at nine o'clock and then we go off into our various you know parts of our house we're on zoom we come back we have a snack or we do a dance party and then we head out again so you don't have to do that as part of a let's say a zoom group but that same concept that uh, i did through covid really really has stayed with me and made this more fun so that again depends on your personality if you are doing a longer day and you are able to head outside and do a walk around the block or even do something different in your backyard even raking something up for a little bit something that kind of changes your brain a little bit and then you come back in that is a way to habit stack and for some they might say going out to rake while I'm decluttering is actually Lori that is not more fun but sometimes just being outside you get outside you look and you just say yeah I'm going to take in this fresh air I'm going to put my face to the sun and then come back in if you can make a list that's fantastic what are the things that I like to do around decluttering that makes it more appealing because when you make something more appealing guess what number two it's going to be more of a habit and you're going to stick to it more so from a habit perspective I do recommend that whether you are Vata, Pitta or Kappa you have a time set on a daily basis could be five minutes could be 15 minutes could be 30 minutes that is a decluttering time now this may not go all year it is actually part of my journal now I make a journal on a seasonal basis this particular journal runs from May to August and on my daily page I have 15 minutes of house love and my reward actually is checking off that box that is okay I did this it's not cleaning it's not sweeping actually it's not doing dishes it is moving forward in terms of doing something that is outside my normal cleaning so that is 15 minutes of house love it is a daily habit pretty darn close to it right now actually and where I'm not actually having um, an ingrained habit is some of you will do a weekend a month or a Saturday or a Sunday a month or a weekend over the course of a season where you are doing a full declutter. That is not part of my routines and rituals yet, but I am working towards that. But here's the thing, if I have my 15 minutes a day, I do feel like I'm moving forward. So it could be to fill a bag to bring to the diabetes program or Salvation Army, and it feels really good to do that check off. And perhaps if it's not on a daily basis, 365 uh, days a year, but you are doing it over the course of the spring, then it can be very, very 
specific to that. There's a beginning and there's an end. This has worked so well for me and some of the clients that I've worked with, having a journal, a seasonal journal that you can come back to and look at because honest to goodness, we forget things. And when we come back to what do we normally do in the spring and summer, everything from our decluttering to our maintenance to what do we order around our flowers, we have one place for it and it is related to the season. That to me is appealing and that makes some of the seasonal habits, routines and rituals much easier and that's changed for me over the course of the last couple of years. So how to make it a habit, deciding even if you are looking at that, let's say you are playing with this for the month of May, is that 15 minutes or 30 minutes? Is that in the morning? Is that in the afternoon? Is that in the evening? Where, especially if you're going to tackle some decluttering where you're making uh, more decisions around what to keep, what to donate, what to, to pay forward, where are your decision ma your making muscles? Where are they most alert and where are they, uh, yeah, not fatigued? For me, because I get up early, this is something that has to happen in the morning as opposed to in the evening. But for some of you, this is just a way that you might wind down at the end of the day. So noticing your personality, noticing what works for you and where it feels good. Because even if your whole day you had plans to get some things done at work or at home and things did not work out, you've got that 15 minutes or that five minutes and you check it off and honest to goodness, it it makes me feel happier. It makes me feel like there's something that was completed in my day. So number one, again, how to make the decluttering uh, right now, because we're looking more at decluttering than organizing and cleaning, how to make it more enjoyable, more appealing. Number two, how does it become a habit? Do you want to make smaller little chunks during the day? Is it in the morning, the evening, or partway through the day? Are you doing daily decluttering and then perhaps identifying a day on the weekend or a weekend that you want to focus on this? Sometimes if we say I want to do it on a rainy day, sometimes the rain comes and we don't feel like it because we're tired and we're fatigued and we're actually down with the rain. And so remembering that decluttering for some, I'm going to say is more challenging than the organizing and the cleaning. Some of you love all of it, right? Some of you have businesses and you do this and you love all of this, but know your personality and know how it can feel just a little bit better because I don't think there's any of us that can escape some kind of decluttering that has to be done in our lives. So we might as well, again, work with Ayurveda, work with yoga, work with the principles of our, of our habits and routines to make it easier easier to me is less suffering again from the yogic philosophy so make it more appealing how does it become a habit and how do you stick with it so number three on this was actually the rewards and the feeling of accomplishment so i did actually talk about that a little bit with just checking it off your calendar or checking it off your journal knowing that you are moving forward to perhaps even be able then to move out into your yard or to travel or to do some other things in the summer because you know that you've dealt with as much as you want to deal with in the house in the month perhaps of May. 
Now, the other thing to think about as well is where you are focusing on. So you might in the spring and summer be hanging out more in the kitchen and the sitting room or a living room and you may not be hanging out in your basement in the summer months. So that's us. We tend to be more outside and more upstairs. So uh, from a habit perspective, I'm just leaving the basement, right? It is something that is a very conscious decision that I look at my journal I look at my home and I say this is where I'm hanging out for the month of May to move me forward to get outside (laughs) that is that is the ultimate goal so your reward your celebration um, for all of this there might be something that you are thinking I am going to do you might put it in your journal when I get this particular room decluttered I'm going to get a new you know a new bedspread or a new quilt or my closet decluttered I am once this stuff is donated I am going to have had my eye on this sweater or spring outfit so yes that all it's it it's let's say it's proven it does work when we are conscious and intentional that is let's say the extrinsic rewards the intrinsic rewards for this just in terms of gratitude that we are in a place in our lives, that we are in a home, that we are in a country, that we are surrounded by stuff, that we get to declutter, that we can look with gratitude at everything that is around us, that every piece, that every piece of clothing, that everything that we are paying forward or donating has, there's a story, there's a memory with it. And so the intrinsic reward of gratitude, of being able to be physically able to declutter right now as well, because that's not a given. Absolutely, so whatever you can do to notice gratitude to um, keep track in your journal to know that this is a combination of your life of everything and as we surround ourselves doesn't mean we don't simplify doesn't mean we don't pare down but again if we go back to the very beginning of this podcast where we talked about our languaging I'll catch myself sometimes where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I've got to get rid of all this crap. Where did all this crap come from? I catch myself. This crap is my life. (laughs) This crap is relationships. So ingratitude is the reward and laughing at ourselves, catching ourselves when we are actually doing things that perhaps our mom used to do or our grandmother, even in terms of decluttering, that's our habits and routines, right? That's where we get them from doesn't mean we can use what works but we can also change things up as well and when we notice we just do a little happy dance that's just so cool to know that um, yeah we kind of we notice something it's body awareness it's mind awareness and it's yoga and really we are doing yoga as we are doing this decluttering this is what I want to come back to in terms of a reward we are habit stacking all of this stuff is coming together So I hope that I have inspired you, perhaps given a little bit of a fresh perspective to decluttering. And some of you might have said, kind of push push the envelope a little bit on some things, but that's just fun and that's just me. So celebrate, happy dance, put some Shania Twain on. And again, queen of me, that is my mantra. 
definitely for the month of May, the queen of me. We've all got this. So have fun with this, everybody. Reach out. Let me know how it's working for you. And we're just, we're going to keep going week after week. And I will talk to you next weekend. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.